In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Hey guys, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. We appreciate you guys making us your weekly destination to catch up with some of our favorite uh, Atlanta and Georgia guests, uh, both past and present. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. All right, say hello so the audience can hear a voice in case they forgot what you sounded like. Is the Philadelphia accent even stronger? I would imagine it's probably getting a little heavier. Mm. But, uh, you know, it, it's nice there. Hi, Matt Lana. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm well. Are you walking and talking and going to the mall yet now that you're back in your hometown? No, 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 no. I, I, am, I am not drinking water <laughs> yet, though. Um, I, haven't, I haven't opened the window today either. So I managed to keep those. I'm keeping those things out of my vernacular is what I'm trying to do. Let's put it this it. way. It's what I'm trying to do, though. So how has, before we talk about the show and the transition back home, how has the homecoming it's, itself been? It's been fun. It's, it's fun to, um, I got a huge family. So it's fun, like, getting to know, like, my younger cousins, who are actually, like, my second cousins, uh, because I'm actually closer in age to my second cousins than I am to most of my first cousins. But we have a huge family. So it's been fun to, like, go to dinner, go grab beers, go do it. Because now, I'm, you know, Christina and Olivia are back in Atlanta. So I'm living sort of the, the bachelor life without the benefits um, you know, down here all by myself. So, so wait a minute. So not much has changed. Which is a real struggle. Yes, it's a real struggle, I got to tell you. Having to do my own laundry, having to clean my apartment, having to do all those things that I've never had to do in my married life, I feel like a abs- it's, it's like I've taken a time warp back in. Have you uh, started cooking? I, I I suck in the kitchen really bad, like. But I'm learning. I've learned I've learned how to make fish that I pick. I pick up I pick up pre-prepared fish from this place Hills, which is really good. And I've learned how to make both sides of the fish crispy when I bake it. This is a that little, little, I mean... little 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 pointer. Put the 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 sheet the, like the cookie sheet toward sort of thing that you that you warm it up on. You put the tin foil on it. You put the oil on it, and then you put it in the oven, and you let it warm up in the oven. And then you put the fish on it when it reaches the temperature. And then the pan is already hot, the foil's hot, and it gets both sides crispy. See? I ne- yeah, I never thought we'd be talking about cooking fish, but the domesticated Kincaid. Like, I, oh, you, I hate it. Are you not grabbing food it. out like three or four nights a week, though? Um, around three, probably. Around three, because I'm, I'm a cheap bastard. So I, I don't want to, you know, have to do it. And if I have like a client event or everything, remember, I I am in a different I'm I'm in a different pandemic up here than you're in. Explain. It's completely. Uh, it is. It it honestly, Philadelphia in February and in January and February, my first two months here, uh, reminded me of March and April last year in Atlanta. Huh. Much more restrictive. Much more restrictive. Much more. Um, just community caution, 
uh, very different. I'm telling you, it's an extremely different. There's like two different pandemics. It's extremely different the way it's been handled. Well, which we've heard that you know California's different, and you know, down in Florida it's different. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a uh, very restrictive, very restrictive. Uh, very nervous people, very nervous. Uh, and, and hey, there's you know there's reason to respect it, but there's a lot of uh, very anxious people about it still. And we're into March of 2021. Yeah. Uh, it's just a lot. To, it's it's different. Very different place to live compared to where I came from. Tell me about the other part that would make me never want to go there. Although it's your home, bless it. My family's home well, you know, is the weather. Like how many times has it snowed already? Oh gosh, how about we've had more snow. In December, January, February, the, the coldest months of the year in Philadelphia, they've had more snow this year than they did the last six years combined. That's your fault. So it's like, and that, well, that's what people are trying to say to me, and I ridicule them. I go, you don't understand geography then. <laughs> if you're telling me that I brought the snow with me from Atlanta, because, I mean, the one thing I've learned here, though, is it's something that I always did bust balls with in Atlanta, is five inches of snow here, Three inches of snow, six inches of snow. Life goes on. Life goes on. Well, in our, de- in our defense, logistically, we're not prepared to handle those types of weather you. scenarios. Well, the thing is, though, they can buy plows that you hook uh, onto garbage trucks. I understand. You can. You then can you're going to talk about my tax dollars, Kincaid. And, you know, I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm a pretty thrifty I guy. It. I get it. But, I mean, the snow, though, here is that I'm amazed because it's ha- they handle it a lot better than they did when I left. So they've, they've perfected things because – Life didn't really slow down at all. I mean, you know, it's it's they expect you to they expect you to be at work, so expect right, you to be so doing that. You said since you, you since you left, let me ask you about the sports scene. What? Yes. Because you still stay connected, and you did. You would sure, go back absolutely. up there, but it's different. Always it's, did. But it's different though when you're there in it every day. So, what is the biggest difference from when you left to how the sports scene is now? Well, when I left, like when I left, we were getting into the Allen Iverson era, and Joel Embiid is huge here. Joel Embiid is approaching, to put it in comparison, sort of like Chipper Jones, uh, more than Ronald Acuna is right now. More than Ronald Acuna is in Atlanta right now is Joel Embiid in Philadelphia. So the NBA is that big right now? Oh, huge. Huge. Like, very huge. Constant constant top story one of the top stories you're talking about all the time it is the but part of that is Joel Embiid is such a impassioned fun engaging character Ben Simmons is as anonymous as an FBI agent whereas whereas Joel Embiid is personality plus engages the city so that's been that's been a big change because it's for the NBA to carry, to be one of the big carriers in town you have to have that larger than life you have to have Dr. J you have to have Allen Iverson. You have to have, uh, you know, a guy like Embiid. And Embiid has certainly done that. He, he owns right now, so excited with this town. Everybody's so excited with the Sixers and Joel Embiid. And they got a really good, you know, the Flyers are a good young team, but not a lot of personality to it. So there really isn't a lot of uh, personality pulled to that. Is hockey, is, is, is hockey as big as it was in those years no. gone by? Nope. No. Flash. Flash. Hockey's gone down. NBA has gone up exponentially. Um, baseball's gone down. Football's gone up. So it's, it's, I mean, this is a, it's an Eagles Sixers town. And Eagles, you could talk Eagles any day of the year and get people engaged. But, um, but the, the, the rise of, of the, the fun NBA discussions are great. 
It, it's fun. It's, it's engaging because I would rather not talk X's and O's ever. And there are so many interesting stories around the Sixers and how they're built and how the Eastern Conference shapes up. And I know you guys have had some interesting conversations because – I've been honest, I've been, you know, because I'm, I want to see the Hawks do well. Yeah. You know, I want to see them do well. I've, I just like, you know, there's a fondness for it. I'm very disappointed what I've seen out of the Hawks. Oh my gosh! And I get it, you know, and, and I'm getting painted into the defender of the coach and and the injury thing. And people can either decide that's a, an excuse or a reason, John. One day I'll figure out the difference in the two. But sure. I, I guess what I've said about the Hawks situation, and I want to get your opinion from afar before we bounce around some topics, is. Like, I can't judge Lloyd Pierce in the first two years because he didn't have an NBA roster and they were just developing young players in a rebuild. So if I'm sure. looking at it as a 34-game thing, I still don't know what I can evaluate because they haven't had a third of their team for essentially the whole year. And the free agents who have been here, Gallinari's been an epic failure. Rondo's been epic. awful. Uh, Okongu yeah. hasn't played because he didn't get any time, you know, preseason exhibition. He's just been a non-factor. So it's mostly still Trey scores big, they win, Trey doesn't, they don't. That's not supposed to be this year's team. Yeah, and it's hard to know that that's Lloyd Pierce. But that team doesn't look – what I've seen at end of games makes me wonder, though. I, I think that that's one of the things Shaq tells us um, is that, you know, you get that – the, the last maybe two minutes, one minute and a half of a game that's a tight game hanging in the balance, maybe those games are when a really good coach makes the difference five, six times a year. Uh, I'm not sure Lloyd Pierce is that difference maker. And you might be right. I guess the, I love what Barkley has always said, though. Barkley's big line has always been, if you think NBA coaching is, is that big, that important, it's 95% about the players, which to me, late in game, it's about the alpha male taking over, and that's Absolutely. supposed to be Trey, but they still haven't you know, distinguished who's going to be the guy to, to make plays at the end of the game and make them. You should have heard that nice shout-out the other night from, from Shaq on the TNT pregame show. He paid off the bet of promoting the John Kincaid show on the oh, Fanatic in Philadelphia you. during TNT's pregame. And then Barkley, of course, had to promote his boy Missinelli, our <laughs> afternoon drive host. He had to promote him, so the two of them in constant. Shaq can't even give me some love without Missinelli getting love from Charles Barkley, so it was a lot of fun. Follow the podcast, Bark, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at the Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, it was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize as the consumer we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now, you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates? Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal. You can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You want to visit up online, i got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. roads-group.com slash churnoff. You can also see the link up at Real Matlanta on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Roads Group 
is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Rhodes Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. Tell me about the view of Atlanta from Philadelphia. I want to go team by team. What does the Phillies fan think of the Braves? Jealous. Envious. Uh, Don't understand why the Phillies can't be more like the Braves. And it's a broken record. Everybody going, tell me. The number one thing I get asked about in Atlanta sports is when people ask me, oh, you were in Atlanta. They ask me, how are the Braves so damn good? How do they manage to sustain, like, competitiveness, if not even excellence? How do they manage to sustain it over generations? And we're now going on the fourth decade of the Braves being always in the mix, always being a factor, even little blips in the radar when they retool a little bit. How did the Braves do it? And Phillies fans completely envious of Alex Anthopoulos because they can't stand the old general manager here who's now gone in Matt Klintak. And the idea that the Braves minor league system is just chock full of talent. Complete envious, jealous, can't stand it. Here is, though, and I'll give you the reverse, and you know this, the Brave fan view of a few teams in the division in Philly is one, even with the last lack of success so far, is the singular rich owner who's willing to spend, even if it's not wisely, compared to what we know with Liberty that is I mean, budget conscious and they're going to set a number payroll-wise. Like, do the Philly fans recognize that? Yeah, no, because because they say they talk a big game, but then they don't they don't produce. Like, to me, I was not into – like signing, having the most expensive, the most expensive right fielder in Harper. Then you go and have the most res- expensive catcher. And it was, I, I, I've made wager. We have the, the, you know, a, a little ledger where we're writing stuff down in. And I put in right there, I think they will regret the Real Muto contract. I think they're going to regret the length of it and the, and thing in, in the back end of it. I just think, sure, it sounds good now. Everybody's like, you got to have JT, got to have JT. I disagree. I, I don't. I don't think you that he's somebody that they had to have, especially if they're going to be holes in the other part of the lineup and that rotation, which sucks. The rotation's just not good enough. It just well, isn't. We're in lockstep on on that. If if I always have my chance of building a baseball team, and I think the world of JT, but what, what you and I agree with is the length of it. And even if you move him to DH, you lose the value because the value you get at JT's bad is that he's doing it from a Correct. catching position. But I would rather spread that money over two or three holes on my team rather than draw it all into one, even as good as JT is at the one position. And they've got some. They've got holes, too. So the Phillies are a nice club, but I think the Phillies have 84, 85 wins written all over them. Like, I, I think they're going to be better than last year, where they were a little under 500. But I think they're going to be a little over 500, and I do not think they will be challenging for the division title. 
So what does the Philadelphia fan think of the uh, the big brother in New York spending all the money with the Mets? Oh, yeah, they get they, – they're but they see here very much like with Braves fans, they think the Mets will screw it up. <laughs> like Philly, like Phillies fans, Phillies fans don't they don't hold the they they were they are honor they they can respect the Braves, they can they can they can respect that organization. They can look at it and say we really think that's a top notch organization. You're going up against one of the best. They will never feel that in this town about the Mets. They will never feel that. There is the level of disrespect for the Mets is just as high as it is in Atlanta. They they love to mock the Mets. They love to talk about what the Mets are spending. They love to poke fun at the Mets. So that's something that it's about the only thing that I think Braves fans and, and Phillies fans <laughs> would bond on is just the disdain for the Mets organization All right, let me uh, ask, would be pretty much it. Let me ask you about the, the Eagles compared to the Falcons. A couple of things here. The way the Quinn stuff that we lived over the last several years, how sure. was the Doug Peterson end of his tenure there? How was that treated by the fans and the media compared to Quinn? Well, the one thing is, which is a, a total, you know, like false depiction by some members of the media, um, it was overwhelming because I walked right into that. You know, my second Monday on the air, Doug Peterson's gone from his job. And by the way, I believe Doug Peterson harpooned himself and got himself fired. I do not believe the Eagles organization wanted to fire him. I think he got himself fired. He knew what to say, how to do it to get himself out the door so he could make $5 million this year, rest up and get to somewhere where he's happier because he wouldn't been happy and he wasn't happy working with the general manager uh, here in town. But the fans were sad to see him go. There was no clamoring from the fan base to see Doug Peterson gone. There was zero. There was, I mean, it was a, fa- a small faction of the fan base who were like, good, glad he's gone. The vast majority of the fan base was very disappointed that the Peterson era ended. Some of that nostalgia because they won a Super Bowl with him. But there were were a lot of people that were very upset to see him go. Um, And that was a strange story. Uh, Very, very strange. Now, Carson Wentz, much more comfortable with him going. The fan base, much more comfortable with him going. I want to ask you about that in one sec, because I think there's a lot of parallels we can draw with the quarterback discussion. But so, like, and again, the difference here, people were so over the Quinn thing, they were ready to see it go, which meant... Whoever was going to get the job was going to be received more warmly. I think Atlanta fans were thrilled, though, of all the reviews they've heard of, of Arthur Smith and then his hire of Dean Pease. Is the same been true? I know the Sirianni press conference was weird at the beginning. Nick Sirianni, who got the job, but how has that been received? Well, I did a brilliant thing, Matt. If I can just pat myself on the back, you know I'm good at that. Now you haven't changed. Uh, I, came in, I came in the Monday. No. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like, would Smoltz go away from this fastball? <laughs> seriously? I mean, seriously. The, so I came in the Monday afterwards, and so, you know, Sirianni press conference was a Friday news dump, uh, literally, if you watched it. And um, so I came in on Monday, and I gave three reviews of the – I said, did you see that introductory press conference? And I read – from the Philadelphia Inquirer, the Philadelphia Daily News, and another outlet about the introductory press conference. And I said, that sounds horrible, doesn't it? And I'm like, well, I just read to you three quotes from the Inquirer, the Daily News, and from the sports, uh, you know, sort of like Comcast, which is like Fox Sports South for, uh, for you guys back home in Atlanta. And I said, those were the reviews when Andy Reid was hired in Andy Reid's first press conference. I read everybody what everybody said about Andy Reid's first press conference. And I think that you could go back and go, and he was, he was he's just as terrible. He was awful. We played sound bites from it. He was horrible. 
and he was getting killed for it. This guy's out of his mind. He, I mean, he's over his skis. He's not prepared enough. He couldn't even handle basic questions. He was terrible. And I said, so let's not judge Nick Sirianni on his opening press conference. But the thing is, they're hiding behind COVID. They're hiding this guy. They're, they're saying, with a blatant disregard for the media, they're keeping him under wraps. They're keeping him quiet. You're hardly hearing from him. Nobody knows really what his voice sounds like, which gives me wonder, like, well, we're going to coach him up. We're going to coach him up before the next time he gets out there. That's interesting. And uh, so we'll see. But, like, everybody that we will then – so we have to go whisper down the lane and find people who've worked with him, players who've played for him, to find out what they have to say about him. And they speak of him glowingly. And they say the idea that this guy can't communicate is a joke. He'll be fine. But he was bad in that press conference. He was bad that day, and there's no way other, other way to spin it. Like I said, I want to talk about Wentz in a second. But So I always hear about the difference in the media landscapes and cities. Atlanta, I mean, some kid gloves. Like if, if anybody ever thinks oh, yeah. the athlete or the, the coach in Atlanta, you're being treated either unfairly or, or difficult you know, from the media, it's nuts. So how was that received from the Philadelphia media? Well, the, uh, the Philadelphia media and the Atlanta media is completely different. I mean, the Philadelphia media is vicious, um, much more cutthroat, many more outlets competing for eyeballs and ears. So it's ruthless. The competition's ruthless. The one thing I would say, though, that the difference is, is it's the consumer bat that I think caters to the coverage. In Atlanta, if you criticize one of the Atlanta teams – and you're in the Atlanta media, many, many times the answer is, well, go, go back where you came from, or, oh, yeah, like it's, 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 it's a defense mechanism. Down, I mean, absolutely, up here, if you say, yeah, the Phillies bullpen sucks, the listeners and everything will tell you more how much it sucks. They, they'll take it to another level than what you've said. The, the idea that they are, they are more, 100% more critical less excuse-making of their teams up here. A hundred percent. Not 99, a hundred percent. The patience of the Atlanta sports fan compared to here is ridiculous. Uh, the, the ability to spin a, well, let's wait a little bit more. It might work out. Uh, it does not exist here. And I'm getting reacquainted with it. It certainly hasn't gotten worse since I left. But it is an adjustment. Being away for 25 years, it's an adjustment. Well, it's funny from afar, it. but, you know, I, I've joked. I grew up in that house with two Philadelphia parents, and to watch my father turn on his teams in, a, in the middle of a game. Like oh, it, gosh. It, it I watched was... games with your dad forever, Matt. <laughs> and your dad, the first, the first incomplete pass from McNabb <laughs> in a big game that fell at some receiver's feet. Your dad was losing his mind. Yep. And your dad sounded like, just like my dad and my uncles. He sounded just – and I think of that era of Philadelphia fan, that's the way it was. Um, but these people, man, they, they're, they're critical. They hold people accountable. They, they, have a, they have strong opinions, which I love, and it's great for my job. It's great for my job. But I'll tell you this, the patience level, they don't – they're not going to give you the patience that Atlanta is laid back and relaxed completely compared to the coverage up here completely so let's talk about Wentz and the, the, the way I want to frame this is you've been here as long as I have in the media sure. doing the Mike Vick story or the transition to Matt Ryan or just any of those quarterback discussions so right now we're doing the is it time to draft the quarterback do you take sure. fields is Matt Ryan have two or three more years that whole thing so Wentz went from the doorstep of an MVP and in the middle of leading a Philadelphia Eagle team to a Super Bowl before he got hurt to now the way you described it was like the Philadelphia Eagle fan handled it how? 
they handled it um, a lot of apathy towards Wentz. Honestly, it's a good word. Uh, there was a lot of uh, like you know we're not that we're not going to miss him that badly. We're not going to miss him that much. He's 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 not that big a deal. Um, because what they did is they saw that for the last three years he wasn't available for the end of the season. He wasn't there. He wasn't available. You know, three years ago he 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 tears up his knee. The Eagles end up winning the Super Bowl. Two years ago he ends up getting the broken back. No no problem with his, of his. You know, he just ends up with a broken back. And then after then last year he plays the entire season, and then in the biggest game of the year gets speared in the head. But this year was so horrible. I mean, he was the worst starting quarterback in the NFL who played, you know, that, that, took, that took 500 snaps. He was the worst quarterback in the NFL that took 500 snaps this year. That's crazy. That's crazy. And I believe the accumulation of a broken back, getting speared in the head, and tearing up his knee affected his psyche. And I think he saw ghosts. I think he felt uncomfortable. And the organization didn't do a good enough job of putting talent around him. So it cost him. I think it cost him, and I think that the fans were tired of the act, Matt. They were, they were tired of it. And plus, he's a, uh, a pouty boy. Let's put it that way. He's a pouty boy. He, he, if he's not feeling the love and the affection, he's pouty boy, and he doesn't like it. Well, let me ask you then two things then. Did the way – because he wanted to get out. It sounded like that from afar. How much did that affect yeah. the fans, and what happens if he does find what was lost in Indianapolis with Reich? Oh, it's going to be – oh, it'll, be, it'll end up being looking like a disaster. It'll end up looking like a disaster, but in, in all honesty, it's it's there's 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 very few people who believe he's going to recreate that magic because they think if you check the Carfax, <laughs> this guy this guy took a beating mentally and physically, so it was good. So it's it's really not good. Follow the podcast Park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. I want to talk about one of our great sponsors at The Rhodes Group. Yes, my buddy Clayton Rhodes and The Rhodes Group are a proud sponsor of us here at Welcome to Atlanta, and they're also my insurance company. Uh, it was about, I don't know, four or five months ago now that I finally realized, why am I paying so much for my home and car insurance? I don't think we realize, as the consumer, we should be shopping or having somebody in a professional setting shop those rates for us. So I had the professionals at the Rhodes Group shop my rates, and they ended up saving me a boatload of money. I'm talking about $2,000 for my home and car insurance. By now, you guys know it's a great time to refinance your home. You see all those rates. Well, you might not know it's also a great time to shop your home insurance. Home insurance rates creep up every year, and the only way to get the best policy and the best rate is to work with an independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group. Here's the deal. You can get up to 10 insurance quotes in 10 minutes from the Rhodes Group at no cost to you. You want to visit them online, i got a special landing page for you. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's spelled R-H-O-A-D-S. roads-group.com slash churnoff. You can also see the link up at Real Matlana on Twitter. They're my insurance company. They're going to do this at no cost to you, and you're going to end up saving a boatload. The Rhodes Group is the answer to saving money and getting the best in insurance coverage. Again, the Rhodes Group is the place you want to go. Tell them Matt sent you. Go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. 
In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season. So here, here's the other, the big difference in the two markets. We've known this forever and a day, right? The NFL rules the day there. You told me the NBA is, is back in a big way. Do they laugh at John Kincaid when they realize how much college football you were in the midst of for two decades? Oh, no. You know, what's, you know what's funny is is that I can tell you this, it's that, and I think it's a misperception. Um, every single person that I talk to here, they look at is, what's the deal with Atlanta <laughs> as a sports town? Like being, and, I, and when you explain to them the transplant factor, which really does play a big part in the fact that, you know, the year I was born, pretty much, I was, I was less than a year old and Atlanta got professional sports. And when you explain here, when people's grandfather, great-grandfather, you know, think it's generational, I believe, you know, Matt, you know, I, I, you know, come down for one of your kids' weddings or something like that, down from years or something like that and visit, it'll be like, wow, this, this city's grown up as a pro sports town. I think you have to let it be generational in pro sports because what I saw is, and I tell everybody here, is college sports is generational down there, and it's a monster, it's a monster that you can talk about 12 months a year, and nobody can believe that. Like, it's, it's, they don't understand. The two worlds just don't collide. They don't understand it. They don't understand why a Braves, game, Braves playoff game wouldn't be sold out. They don't understand why, you know, people make, uh, you know, talks about, like, what time of day it is, um, a game's being played, that you can't pack the building. Um, there's just this it's, – it's, I, think, I think there's – myopic viewpoints of fan bases but i gotta tell you this philadelphians love atlanta that's one thing that i that did shock me philadelphians love atlanta itself they love going to games in atlanta they love like the visiting road trips to atlanta people are like sign me up like the philly sports trips which is gonna we're doing the vegas uh the raiders uh eagles road trip this year with the show bringing fans and having the whole party out there in Vegas and everything. The, the, the Atlanta trips are some of the most popular. They love going to Atlanta. The fans love Atlanta trips. They love Atlanta trips. They love going on baseball. They love going down for football. They love the city of Atlanta. Like everybody goes, man, Atlanta is such a great place, such a warm place. And I'm so used to you guys mm-hmm. being so nasty to my hometown. Right. Well, we have to over be. The years, yeah. that they, but, they, but the misperception is they don't feel that way at all. They love it. Oh, well, of course. Well, we're lovable people. 
They love visiting Atlanta. Yeah, we're good people. They love, um, I've heard once or twice the mention of uh, how beautiful the women are in Atlanta. It's a true story. And um, that is very much like, you know, very much a known commodity. I can verify that being, you know, and that is true. Well, but let's, so let's, think, let's have fun with that for a minute, it. though, because, like, I, I love to hear your, your perspective now on the, Phil- the Philadelphia fan looking in Atlanta. Like, the cold weather, the generational, um, you know, yeah. factors, like all those things that play into diehard sports fan. And you've lived both lives now. When it is 65 degrees most of the year, and then it gets hot during the summer, right? When we do have beautiful women and more, like, I hate hate to say this, different and more culture opportunities, better weather opportunities. Like, doesn't that, does that resonate with the Philadelphia fan to say that the Atlanta guy's got less angst in his life when it comes to the sports because they can move on to something else? The thing to do, though, that's the the misperception is there's a lot more to do here. There's a lot more to do here than there is there. You're going and to Atlantic City? What are you telling me? That is a complete. You, no, you don't have to do that anymore. You can go right downtown. There's casinos right in the city now. So there's a casino right at the right at the stadiums. There's a full casino. You can go to right now. Right at the right when you go to right walk out of you can walk out of the Eagles game, walk out of the Phillies or the Sixers game, and walk into a casino. Beautiful casino. You'd think you were in Vegas. <laughs> you would think you were in Vegas inside it. And there are casinos now. There's down on the waterfront, there's casinos. Downtown, there's casino. You can go to the casino uptown. I mean, there's, there's spots all over town. Um, you can do the, you know, with the, with the roadways as they, as they built them now. Um, and I've done it once already. You know, I can go 54 miles. I can be in Atlantic City. Like 54 miles. Doing 65, you know, I mean, you can do that, which is really, there's a lot, there's plenty to do. The weather is definitely an issue. I mean, it's, it's well, most definitely issue. an issue, yeah. but it is, and it's a huge issue. But as far as cultural, oh my gosh, the cultural opportunities, I, I, I got to tell you, it dwarfs it. Like Wait, but you can't tell do. me the restaurant scene is the same. Right, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say cha cha. <laughs> you better watch that. Is that um, the restaurant's very regional by neighborhood? It's sort of like um, the, the the Atlanta's restaurant scene to me is just spectacular. Loved it, Lo- absolutely loved it. And but it's um, it's different. It's different. There's like more of a neighborhood vibes here. There's community. There's community vibe here that is so generational that is really interesting. And again, I think it'll be that way in thirty years, forty years in Atlanta when there's more when when your kids' kids are raised there. You know, when, you know, God forbid, churn off grandchildren. Mm, I don't want to think of that. Like, it's it's scary. But, like, when that happens, I think Atlanta will have more of that, you know, known for, you know, the neighborhoods and and the special regional things. But I'll tell you this, is that the – it's easier – Matt, I'll tell you, it's easier to do the job here than it was in Atlanta. Do tell. It's it's so – everybody cares – about the same thing. That's how I describe it. Is that in, simply in, though the, the lack of the lack of people moving in and out? Like you're born there, you correct, raised there, you die correct. there. Yeah, exactly. Phil, you know, everybody everybody here is going to want to talk Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, Flyers. That's what they want to talk about. And local wins the day every day because of that myopic sort of viewpoint you know it's very very you know everybody into what they're into locally and uh it's easier to do the job because you don't you know we're, we would how many times would we do stories on clemson football and alabama sure and florida 
And you, you do, and that requires more research, more digging, to be conversant, to be able to share that kind of stuff. Up here, it's much more of what's just going on about the teams that you're that you're talking about and covering. Uh, let and me it's ask really interesting. One last thing, because you joke about the, sure. the turn off grandchildren. So my boys. Bless Zoe's heart. She's not a sports fan, but my boys are diehard Atlanta. Like, and they, sure. but they but they've already got the oh god again. Like they've like my fourteen year olds already experienced the pain that I well, never understood at fourteen. Twenty eight to three, right? He's I mean, like, it's, it's 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 what it is. He, so he's and already the, there. And the first inning and the ten run first right. inning. I mean, so he's so, already got he's already got burn. You've already put cigarette burns on the kids. There's no John at, at fourteen years old. I had not yet experienced any pain because the teams when the teams are bad. It's just sort of like we stink and we right. laugh at it. There's no heartbreaks. Here sure. he's already experienced that. Whereas my youngest, I'm telling you, Josh makes Jake look like he's a part-time fan. Like he is sits there oh. and watch, yeah, he watch Trey Young with oh, me yeah. every night and he'll watch Freddie Freeman. And like he is obsessed with Atlanta sports. And I'm afraid what I'm doing to him is is it's it's akin to um like uh abuse. Like I feel like mental abuse. So I want to know. Give me the like perspective of the the young sports fan in Philly. Who are they? The 12, 15, 16 year olds? Is it Embiid? Is it uh, Bryce Harper? Like who are they Embiid, gravitating to? Embiid, Embiid, Bryce Harper, JT, JT, and Bryce are the biggest. I went in yesterday to a store that would sort of be like a you know like a Dick Sporting Goods something like that in in Philadelphia, but it's regional. Um, there was a section. As big as the entire section that would be in an Atlanta store. As big as an entire section where they would have all the team's T-shirts out. So if you said there'd be United stuff, there'd be Hawks stuff, there'd be Brave stuff. And the entire section was all kinds of Sixers gear. All kinds. T-shirts, that, you know, all kinds of stuff. And then another area that matched it of Philly stuff that has been freshly put out. And I mean, it was, when I tell you, it was like picked over. It was like stuff is picked over. There's just, again, it's generational. It's, it's bigger. It's, it's, it's more overwhelming here because everybody's on the same page. Everybody's on the same page. You know, they'll have six at the supermarket where I shop. There's Sixers game day. And the cashiers all wear Sixers stuff. So you go to the you, if you go to the cashier, you go to the, you go to the front desk. You're going to the uh, customer service. They wear Sixers gear on Sixers days, so everybody's got the gear. And that's a regular season basketball game. Yeah. I mean, maybe the Hawks will get there someday. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, it's Eagles Sundays here. Everybody's got their Eagles gear on at, at every store. Like every store, the people are wearing. Like the employees are allowed to wear their Eagles stuff. It's very, it's very, very different. It's a lot of fun. It's really exciting to be back. It was an unexpected turn of events that got me home, but it's really a lot of fun to be here. And I well, miss and like all you, you said, guys. Though, yeah, maybe it's that, yeah, maybe it's that next generation of fan that that represents that yes, way. Yes, so, and I think it will be. I think it'll come around as people get more, you know, generationally to it. But I can tell you this: I miss, uh, I miss everybody at the fan. I miss the the listeners down there. Thank you for taking good care of my wife and daughter and everybody back at Marist and everything. I, but it's a uh, it's a great exciting challenge for me, and I'm really enjoying it. Well, it's good to catch up. I want to do this every once good in a while. Good to catch up with to, you uh, too, buddy. Yeah, well, I'm glad everything's going well up there. We'll try to bring By some the way, warm your weather. YouTube channel has taken a huge step up, and I gotta think it was trying to keep up with the Kincaids. 
I, I got to tell you. Probably. I tell yeah. You. I, I would, well, that's oh, always I our mean, motivation. We, when they saw the well, when they saw the John Kincaid show and how we came out of the box with honestly the best presentation of a sports radio show on YouTube in the country. I, I admire now. They got the two camera shots and everything. BJ kicking some butt with are that you, stuff. Are you wearing makeup? It looks like when I tune in, you're wearing makeup. I do not wear makeup. No, mm. do not wear a thing. There's no it's shine on the forehead. Great, it's the great lighting, <laughs> and it's the tremendous hair. <laughs> so it's great. I have a lot of fun with it, too. So. Which one of your co- uh, which, wait a minute, before let's go, which one of your co-hosts is already tired of the hair or the name dropping or just the Kincaidisms? Oh, no, well, we have, well, you know we have the name dropper. We have the name <laughs> dropper drop yeah. now on the show. That is a, and we're, we will be selling our gear on the website and we have the uh, my name got dropped on the giant Kincaid uh-huh. show. Yeah. It's going to be one of the t-shirts. There's got to so, be a sweeper will, endorsement, a broom, and something. And we will welcome you. And we're going to welcome you in mm-hmm. when when that Eagles game comes around mm-hmm. the fall, Matt. You can come and, and, sure. and we'll have some fun. We'll rumble a little bit. It'll be great. I just know I have a place to, to crash. Yeah, JK, it's good catching up, my friend. Be good. Stay healthy. Take we'll care, talk guys. to you soon. Guys, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it very much. Thanks to the great folks at the Rhodes Group. Remember, the Rhodes Group is where you want to go to have them shop your insurance rates, both car and home. They did it for me at no cost. They will do it for you at no cost, and they can save you a bundle of money. You have nothing to lose and only something to gain with the Rhodes Group. You can go to the Rhodes Group, uh, check out their great website. You can go to my Twitter page and find out the information there with a landing page right over to find out how they can get you 10 quotes as quickly as 10 minutes. Thanks to Brian Murphy for producing the podcast, and thanks to you guys for making us your weekly destination. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madlanta. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till 8 in the morning In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union. Free online and mobile banking. No minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. Hey Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today. AccentRoofingService.com.